Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and buckle your seatbelts. It's time for your weekly ride-along with the Bikes on Bikes. This is Drive-By. Welcome, welcome. I am Mike J. Joining us a little bit later, Mike guess. We are the Mics on Mics. This is a special edition of the Drive-By Wrestling Podcast. Now, due to the holiday and everything that kind of comes along with that, it was going to be really difficult for Mike and I to sync our schedules up. Uh, work gets crazy this time of year for both of us. Things change. It's hard to hit the normal times that we do. And this week is in particular was going to be uh, pretty hard. So we decided uh, amongst ourselves, actually Mike had a great idea. I was going to do just a solo shot on my own. And Mike said, let's do, let's do what we're thankful for in wrestling in 2020. I said, that's a damn good idea because surprisingly there's a lot of things in this crazy year at least when it comes to pro wrestling that i think most fans could be thankful for before we get into that i do briefly want to reveal the winner of the survivor series 2020 drive-by pickums let me give you a little drum roll here none other than your boy i kicked all your asses man no one even came close uh, so congratulations to me. I accept all of your love and all of your adoration. I, I I would just take it all in. So someone come to throw me at the next Pick'ems, uh, which will probably be NXT War Games. That being said, what am I thankful for in pro wrestling in 2020? Well, for starters, I'm thankful that we still get to watch pro wrestling in 2020 now far from perfect uh we went from completely crowdless to some form of a crowd to aew's version of outside crowds to wwe's version of the thunderdome to a weird combination nxt has where we've got a thunderdome video board that's on a smaller scale and we have small pods of fans in the arena uh but all in all, man, I'm glad we still have pro wrestling. I know when this pandemic started, people were yelling and screaming, just shut wrestling down until this is over. And when you really look back, man, we're coming into the rumble season again, which is kind of when this shit kicked off, affecting WrestleMania was the first big show that it affected. It's hard for me to think that we could be if they had shut down pro wrestling, that we could be almost going on a year without any pro wrestling. So I guess I'm thankful that that didn't happen. I'm thankful that it seems that no one's been seriously affected by COVID. There's been cases in most major companies, uh, as there has been in the NBA and the NFL and NHL and most businesses, I'm sure, have been affected in some way, shape, or form. And somebody that works for them, coming in contact, being diagnosed. But at least on the pro wrestling side, I think in most sports, no one's been severely affected to where it's hurt them. Uh, 
in any way, shape, or form so far. And I'm thankful for that as well. Uh, I, I'm thankful, believe it or not, I'm thankful for AEW. I'm thankful that there is an alternative to WWE. I know we're still new into this, but I'm thankful because I think that it pushes everybody. I think it's going to continue to push WWE to do things differently. I think we'll get there. I think it was starting to, and then this pandemic hit, man. We all had to adjust to that. They had to adjust to that, and I think we're going to get the ball rolling again. I honestly think AEW is doing some of the best stuff they've done since their inception. I know. Look out. I'm giving AEW a compliment here. Uh, but I'm glad that there's competition. I hope that they stay strong, and I hope that... I know Kenny Omega made a comment about them working together and how he would be it for it. Of course he would. The smaller company would clearly love the larger company to get their name out there. I don't see that ever happening, but man, that would be super, super interesting if it could. Even if it was NXT and AEW, uh, it would be super interesting. Um, what else am I thankful for? It's going to sound a little lame, maybe a little markish, but it's it's a fact, man. I am thankful for the WWE Network. $9.99 a month for some of the best entertainment you can get. The best vault of pro wrestling that you can find, be it WCW, WWE, uh, Smoky Mountain, all the old stuff that they have. Now some of the indie stuff that they have. But it's such an amazing value. But the thing that I think, the part of the network that I think I enjoy the most, besides the pay-per-view aspect of it, is the documentary series. They're just outstanding uh, just recently with the Survivor Series and The Undertaker, I watched The Mortician, the one on Paul Bear. Damn, did it make me feel nostalgic. It just was a feel-good thing, a feel-good documentary. Uh, brought back memories from my childhood and, you know, really made me fall in love with that character again. I started to be a little jaded like my co-host here uh, towards The Undertaker. But, man, it really brought me back to the love I had for that character and made me appreciate it, uh, and appreciate everything Paul Bear, uh, William Moody did for The Undertaker, Kane, Mankind. I mean, unbelievable career that man had alongside uh, The Undertaker and those cast of characters, and just made all of them better, which is incredible. And I'm thankful that I have, that WWE has an outlet that we can get these awesome documentary series, you know, into our eyes and into our ears and into our living rooms and our homes. It's amazing. And I think the last thing I'm going to say that I'm thankful for in 2020, and I kind of stated it last week on the show, women's wrestling, in particular WWE and the top NXT. These women just shine week in and week out. Uh, when you look at the main roster, the stuff that Alexa Bliss is doing with The Fiend is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, Sasha and Bailey, just, I can't tell you, we trashed them so much before, and now they're one of my favorite things. The continuing storyline, which I think they have, the heel Bailey character has completely saved her for me. Um, just incredible. Then you go into NXT, man, they're just stacked. Rhea Ripley, Stoney, Tony Storm, Shotzi Blackheart, Candice LeRae, just to name a few. 
Uh, I could go on and on about the women in NXT and the amazing stuff that they do. And I love it, man. I'm thankful for it. It entertains me. It makes me happy. It's what I look forward to the most every week in pro wrestling is what are the women of NXT going to do? And then, I guess I won't leave this out. I'm thankful for the tribal tribal chief, man. I think Roman, Paul Heyman, uh, that putting that brand together and letting Roman be, like Mike said, probably a little bit more of himself. It's just firing on all cylinders, and it honestly is the best thing going in pro wrestling right now. I don't care what anyone says. It's not me being a WWE mark. It's a fact. It's been phenomenal from the get-go, and it gets better every single time. And I'll just give an honorable honorable mention to Drew McIntyre, who I think has done some of the best work of his career and represents the WWE Championship the way that it should be represented. I'm thankful that we still have pro wrestling in 2020. And I'm very, very glad for that. And I hope that we can get back to some normalcy, some crowds, and normal wrestling shows in 2021. Before I send it to our friends and Mike to close out the show, I just want to say it's been real. It's been fun. I and we will catch you next time. Okay, this is... AJ Spurgeon, a.k.a. Mr. High Five, a.k.a. The High Five and Motherfucker, a.k.a. Elbow Tap for, you know, COVID purposes, a.k.a. Five Fingers Smack Your Five Fingers, My Five Fingers Miss, I might say Five Fingers to the Face. Anyway, uh, I'd say first off, the thing I'm most thankful for wrestling-wise, 2020 was we start the year off with Possibly one of the best Royal Rumbles in recent memory with we have Brock Lesnar defending the WWE Championship and starting off, I mean not defending the championship, but starting off number one as the WWE Champion and going in and wrecking crew. I mean, people were really against this, but I think it built up what happened to be one of the best eliminations and even a good callback of you know ricochet getting the the nut shot uh you know started a great rivalry with brock and drew mcintyre okay and also unfolded to one of the biggest surprise entrants in recent memory with edge coming back which started a good really He'll run for Randy Orton in that rivalry. We'll get to that. Um, after the Royal Rumble, really thankful to have a WrestleMania this year because and we can all remember dating back to the just few weeks leading into WrestleMania, there was talks of not even having WrestleMania this year. So the fact that they were able to make this happen and have on, in my opinion, a great WrestleMania. You have uh, two nights. You know, um, you have Brock Lesnar losing in a five-minute stand of against Drew McIntyre in what seems to be a way to do Brock matches whenever you have a big guy in there with him. Um, you have maybe I don't know. I think personally. 
with the Boneyard match. Taker's what seems to be his last match. Excellent, excellent shot of that. Then you go over to the Firefly Funhouse match. And, of course, Goldberg losing Universal title. But going back to the Firefly Funhouse match, it was the most innovative thing we've seen. And I think it was a lot of... When you give Bray Wyatt that much creativity, and I think Bray Wyatt's smart. He did something that he kind of... The tut- maybe under the tutelage or maybe even just giving a nod to Hardy when all those things, the great things he did in TNA and just mixed it all up in this great, amazing Bray Wyatt um, project. But then you got to throw in John Cena just being a, such a, I mean, he, I don't care what people say. If you did not see John Cena as a team player, you see that match and see what kind of a team player he is. He completely put over Bray Wyatt. Um, then you, then, then past WrestleMania, we look and honestly, the highlight for everything for me is is Randy Orton's work. I mean, this guy, you give him a few matches with Edge. The greatest wrestling match ever, honestly, was one of the best matches of the year. I mean, you put in about forty minutes worth of. Those guys being able to do other people's finisher. It just it was a great tie-in, the the way it started out, the way the way they kind of just put everything together. You know Orton, if given the right motivation, can wrestle the hell out of anybody. Um, and, and Orton has had that motivation this year. You put in there with Edge, those guys work wonders, has either a tag team or a rival. And in this one, Edge really showed, you know, why that comeback was such a huge, huge priority in his career. I mean, it, it, we all seen when Edge left, it was far too soon. And so I really hope after his injury, he's able to come back and, Possibly have another one more title run, or at least you know n- another big rival that he can go a little three month stint with. However, that turns out. Um, then you kind of uh, well, I mean, you got Braun got his Universal title run, which I am thankful for that. I think anybody watching wrestling in the past five years, it was overdue, but the payoff with 2020 being. No fans in the arena still. They have been able to morph this year into something that I'm very thankful for. We, without fans, it, you know, we think that, that wrestling is nothing because the, the one thing that we have showed in all sports worlds, football, basketball, everything, like they feed off the fans and wrestling more so than those because I mean you got guys that do amazing work under pressure with the fans and when a lot of people weren't able to do that kind of retorting back here to Randy Orton this guy has been able to just take in what he feels maybe it's what he's seeing on Twitter maybe it's you know he's not really a big internet wrestling community guy but he I think Randy is Great, like I guess again in this context, great under pressure. I mean, the pressure that he's not getting from the fans on there, but with no fans in the arenas, with ratings going down, Randy has just been able to just mold into 
some guy, a star that we all know he is and he's capable of being, but he, he deserved that title, even if only for a week. Um, go back over to, you know, Braun winning his universal title. And then we get Braun, um, Bray Wyatt as the fiend getting that title back. And then so thankful for the beginning of what has been the best characterization of Roman Reigns. Um, the storytelling, immaculate, having Paul Heyman there and just be this different type, you know, of advocate. Because each time that he's been an advocate for either CM Punk, um, RVD, or Brock Lesnar, it's it's different. You know, CM Punk, he didn't need a mouthpiece. Brock did. You know, and being what he is for for Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns is just, I mean, he has, the, the he evokes this emotion reaction, not just from the crowd, because, you know, we do get to see a little bit of that with the, with the digitalized fans in there, you know, watch on the screens, but, and, and obviously the fake reactions, but, uh, boosted in from audio, but, what he, the looks that he, that he's invoking from Paul, is just so different, and, and that allows his character to seem better, to seem, you know, stronger, more unique. And what they're doing with this, what they're doing with this whole storyline arc is, I hope, leads to him going against The Rock and doing something great at WrestleMania. Whatever it is, I think I'll be okay with because Roman is really coming to his own. And I'm very thankful for that. I think that doesn't happen, or maybe maybe it does, but I think with all going on, I'm so thankful to have that. Um, with Roman Reigns, I think that with all the great things that go on in NXT week in and week out, you know, I, I can't say that, uh, I can't say, I can't say too much specifically and on what's going on with AEW because mine, I usually jump in on AEW and, and, uh, and do that. And like, I look at them more like Netflix series. I won't watch it for a while and then I'll just cram it all, you know? But uh, I am glad with what they're doing finally with Kenny Omega. Um, last I seen, he's kind of tr- going into this uh, more of a, the cleaner heel. Kenny Omega, I'm glad to finally see the Young Bucks come into their own. FTR being there. Um, I haven't watched in about... Man, I haven't seen Full Gear or since Full Gear. Um, but they did have some, probably the best pay-per-view they've had, period. Uh, so, being that, uh, I believe that Survivor Series was a pretty decent run for what it was. Uh, nice having Drew have his title back. But uh, all in all, for what COVID has brought, on all these unexpected twists and turns, I'm very thankful that we do have wrestling still in 2020. And I'm just really hoping that, you know, with TLC coming, we have 
uh, War Games. And then there's, I don't know if there's a pay-per-view in AEW because I still need to cram for like the last five or six weeks. But uh, yeah, all in I'm very thankful for the wrestling that we've been given in 2020. So with the elbow tapping, high five and hand slapping five fingers to the other five fingers, it's AJ signing off. Appreciate y'all. And I uh, hope you had a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you next time. What's up, guys? It's Rusty from Rescue Productions. Here's what I'm thankful for in wrestling in 2020. Just starting with some individuals, I'm thankful for Kevin Owens, Darby Allen, Cody, The Fiend, Drew McIntyre, MJF, Sami Zayn, FTR, The Bucks. You know, guys, I have a really hard time saying young when his bald spot's getting so big. Uh, Th- Sheeta. You know, there's a myth AEW has other women's wrestlers, but Sheeta has just held the fort down all 2020. Thank you for that. Undertaker, thank you for returning just to retire again. But most of all, thanks for retiring again. Just please rest now, Undertaker. A few championships changed hands that I'm thankful for in 2020 also. Bailey finally lost the SmackDown Women's Championship. You know, her time as champion just didn't do anything for me. Her, her being a heel didn't make it any better for me. I really just didn't like her as her as a champ. I don't really like Bailey that well. You know, maybe it's a personal bias of mine. But I'm really thankful she's not champ anymore. Uh, Paige and Omega finally split up after being AW tag champs. You know, I just feel like AW already has so many tag teams to use. I just why why were they champs? You know, I know they're trying to keep them out of the main title picture, but I'm just excited to see them in singles competition again. So thankful for that. I'm also thankful that Roman Reigns is the universal champion now. You know, the title hasn't really felt that important since it went to SmackDown. And I'm just hoping that with it being in Roman's hands, they'll know how to better book this for 2021. And then I could just be thankful for the universal championship next year. Uh, really, guys, though, I'm most thankful for all my friends I've met through wrestling, including the hosts here, Mike and Mike. I appreciate all my friends from PWE. TAW, Foodplex, and so many other uh, groups I'm a part of on Facebook that are made up of wrestling fans. I don't want to get into naming any names because I know too many great people to name everyone. But thank you guys. Thanks, Mike and Mike, for letting me complain about wrestling in the form of being thankful. Check out Recting Crew Productions on Facebook. We have live videos every Tuesday, food challenges, food tournaments, unboxing videos. We always have something fun up our sleeve every Tuesday, guys. We have the 12 Days of Christmas coming up this December. We have a lot of other fun things coming up in December. I don't want to spoil too much, though, guys. So if you really are interested in seeing some food videos and just having some fun overall, come check us out because we're having fun every Tuesday, usually around 6 p.m. Central Time, guys. Come check us out. All right, Lord Ketchum, what's your favorite line from a Star Wars movie? Man, why, why you got to put me on the spot like that? Man, no, time? come on. Tell me a line from your favorite Star Wars movie. <laughs> Yeah. Quick, quick. Who's it doesn't boss? matter Who's what your boss? favorite line from a Star Wars movie is. It is. It does. It isn't. Guys, pull over. Well, hey there. We were so busy arguing that we almost passed right by you. Hey, you like movies, don't you? No, wait, wait. You love movies, right? Why don't you join me, the Lord Ketchum. And me, Dave King of the Road. And me, the Mayor Matt Logson, every other Tuesday. <laughs> typically every other Tuesday. Yeah, okay, so join us typically every other Tuesday on Nostalgia Highway, the movies you know from the guys you don't, the No Frills Movie Review Podcast. We bring our own unique and in-depth analysis of your and our favorite movies from yesteryear. We may argue. We will f***ing cuss. 
We absolutely will spoil key scene reveals and plot points. Because we only review movies that are 15 years or older. Typically, we review movies that are 15 years or older. Yeah, typically. Hey, who's making the rules anyway? We better get a move on, fellas. I'm sure there's other hitchhikers that are wandering along the highway waiting for us. You're right. You can catch Nostalgia Highway typically every other Tuesday. On Apple and Google Podcasts. As well as Spotify, Breaker, and where all the other popular podcasts are. But you can also find us on Facebook at Nostalgia Highway Podcast, and our Twitter handle is at HighwayNHP. We'll pick you up next time, out on the highway. Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you might be out there on this crazy planet, or whenever you're listening to this. This is Daniel. I'm the host of WID with Daniel Grothy, of course. And um, what am I thankful for in pro wrestling in 2020, this crazy freaking year? Well, first of all, um, happy Thanksgiving to all of you out there. And um, hope you had a great time with your family, with your friends, with your loved ones. I think that's really important at the moment. So hope uh, you had a great day. Now, uh, thankful in pro wrestling 2020. I'd say I'm thankful that those guys are, you know, entertaining us at all. I mean, they kept trying. Um, a lot of people didn't like it now and then with the shows without viewers, without an audience. Um, more cinematic matches, all that. But hey, no matter what, they kept trying to entertain us. And I think uh, that's something to be uh, thankful for. Those performers, they're risking their bodies, they're, they're risking everything, uh, even without fans in front of them. And I think that's, that's something, well, whatever you might think about the end product there, you have to be thankful for that. And then, of course, I'm pretty thankful that one of the great legends of all time, The Undertaker, finally gets to be Mark Kellaway. And I think that's important, too. Uh, this guy was living in kayfabe for all his life, basically. And I think what he's doing now, you can see that he's really enjoying being Mark and he's really enjoying um, trying out different things. And um, I'm thankful that, you know, he has the opportunity to experience this now. And um, of course, for his whole career, I'm pretty thankful. And then I'm uh, thankful for another thing. I'm thankful for meeting the two mics on mics of the Drive-By Wrestling Pod. And I, I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, those guys are amazing. And um, I'm, I'm just deeply thankful to have found friends over there in the States with a great podcast. And um, yeah, just, you know, those are the important things in these weird times, I think. Friendship and um, coming together and... Just, you know, be friends. Enough with being offended by everything and all the fighting and just friendship. And, um, and I'm thankful for MJF. 
So um, have a wonderful time. Holidays around the corner. Um, that's it from me, Daniel, host of WID. If you like, you can head over to uh, danielgrothy.net and check my little program out. So take this ride and have a great day. Bye. Hello, hello, Drive-By Nation. It is Mike S. coming with you for my What I Am Thankful For. Going to be less animated today and be a little more thankful for things. Be a little less in character, a little more human today, I think, for me. So let's start off with what I am most thankful for in wrestling in the year 2020, which has been a weird year for wrestling. Been the most unorthodox and strange year in wrestling probably ever. But my man, Tetsuya Naito, being double champion, NJPW for the better part of the entire year. Oh, that's what I'm most thankful for as a wrestling fan. Been a fan of this guy for a long time. If you're a long time listener of the show, you've heard me preach and preach that it was this man's time. The time has come. Nido two belts, baby. It's on. Let's move back over to America. Let's talk about WWE. What am I thankful for in WWE? Thankful for Roman Reigns. Thankful for the Usos. I'm thankful for a compelling story being told on WWE TV. A story that feels organic and natural and emotional and impactful. Very thankful for that. Very, very, very thankful for that. NXT, keep being thankful for. We can't say enough good things about that show. And I'm especially thankful for AEW for giving me an alternative to the WWE products. I'm thankful for having a less produced, uh, more grimy feeling wrestling show on major television. I'm thankful for Kenny Omega becoming the fucking cleaner again. I'm thankful for Hangman Page and MJF becoming young, compelling characters that you can get behind and people that you'll be able to support for the next 10 to 15, 20 maybe years of their careers. I'm thankful the fucking Undertaker finally fucking retired. Speaking of 20 years and 30 year careers. Man, how could I forget that? So thankful the Undertaker finally fucking retired. Hats off to him. He's earned it. He's a fucking icon, but I never want to see him in a ring again. Same with you, The Rock. The Rock. But about what we're thankful for. We're talking about AEW. Thankful for... uh an American wrestling program that has a valid tag team division. Compelling tag team division. Thankful for Kevin Owens. I didn't mention him earlier. Thankful for Randy Orton. Thankful for the Fiend Bray Wyatt. People all doing great work. All of them. Every single one of them. But now outside of wrestling, it's been a weird year, but it's not outside of wrestling because it's within the, the confines of the drive-by podcast. Um, I'm thankful for each of you that listen to us. Thank you so much. Um, 
this whole thing is just a labor of love with Mike and I. It's just two buddies just talking about wrestling together. And um, it means a lot to us that you guys listen. Like, even if you didn't, we would still do this. But it means even more that there are people that actually give a shit what we have to say. So I'm thankful for each one of you. Um, more in particular, um, AJ, Jim, James, uh, guys that help us with the Facebook page. I'm thankful for all of you. Um, I'm thankful for everyone in our wrestling chat group that we have. Um, I'm thankful for Joe. Uh, fuck you, Joe. I'm thankful for you, man. Like, I'm so glad that we became friends over the last year, man. Um, you're a great dude. You're hilarious. Um, we give you shit on the show all the time, man, but you're our number one fan. Um, you got a beautiful girl. Uh, I, I love you, man. I'm, thank you so much for being my friend. I'm so thankful for you because then you've turned us on to Nina and Rusty, who are also people that I'm thankful for. And the whole PWE Facebook page I'm thankful for because you guys do a lot to promote us. And thank you so much for that, for all that you do. Um, I'm not going to go too long here. Um, but at the end of the day, man, I'm just thankful for wrestling. Wrestling gave us something this year. And a year strapped with entertainment, man. All I do during the summer is watch wrestling, go to concerts, and go to movies. No movies, no concerts, man. Wrestling was all I had. And then this podcast is all I had. And you guys listening are all we had. So from the bottom of my heart, I am thankful for each and every single one of you. You guys are beautiful. We love you. Have a great week. New episodes of Drive-By drop every Saturday on iTunes, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. Subscribe and make sure you never miss a single one. And keep the conversation going on Facebook at Drive-By Pod. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. This has been a presentation of the Near Fall Network.